This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your host, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer, Gabrielle Tayak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. And yes, you are on The Glow Show on Joy 94.9. I'm Will, joined by Gabby as usual. How are you today, Gabby? Wonderful, Will. I'm loving the year. It's great, isn't it? We're getting oh, through so it. It's going very quickly. You know what I've been missing? Tell me. I've been missing Highway Patrol with Beck. It's funny you mention that, Will, because <laughs> guess who's in the studio with us today? I'm right here, guys. I can hear you. <laughs> How are you, Beck? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Excellent. Leading Senior Constable, That's Beck me. Lawther, Melbourne Highway Patrol. Thank you for inviting me back for another year because, you guys, I think it's been a year since I came back like full time. I think we haven't been, we haven't seen you in this year at all. No, no, no. But I mean, I think I've been, we've been doing this together for twelve oh. months. Oh, I know we have. I think. Yeah. Well, are we having a? a it cake? feels like twelve months. Have you brought a cake? It's probably been a month, but it feels like twelve months. I did not bring a cake. I thought maybe you guys would bring one for me. So that's we're not that awkward. awful. Yep. No, or rich. Um, before we begin, can I just talk about something real serious? Seriously? Sure. Um, you guys trying to put the uh, <laughs> chairs down before the height of the <sighs> chair was too high. So I, I wish we had filmed it. We need video. We do. This is why we do trying radio. Trying to watch these guys put the chairs down to the right height was. Yeah. There was lots of highlight. Jiggling. I'm writing it down. Highlight of the. Day. Well, imagine Will yeah. sitting on a chair and just kind of bouncing up and down and back and forwards and the chair not moving. It was, yeah. And then I tried it. I wasn't as comical as Will. Yeah. You know how good I, I am at that. I just let them go. I well, let them do it, it, it didn't work. The chair wouldn't go down. And why do we want a, a chair that's low? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Why do we want a car that's small? <laughs> back to the car thing. Yeah, sorry. Speaking of cars. Okay. How's your demerit point going? Is it lonely still? It doesn't exist. What do you mean it doesn't exist? Will Liam. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not authorised to talk about this. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Getting on down to business. Yes. We have Beck Lawther in the studio with us. We try to get her in maybe once a month to talk about all the things that affect us on the roads. Mm-hmm. It can be very dangerous to be a driver or a pedestrian, and we want to make sure we spread the word on how to be safe. And maybe even today we'll talk about some interesting stories or some interesting or strange laws. These guys always put me on the spot to tell stories about what's been happening out on the road and what <laughs> I just have the brain of a sieve when it comes to these sort of things. So I've had to really, you know think back hard but I thought because it's their first episode of 2019 I thought we might talk about some stats from last year okay that's important because as much as I get annoyed at stuff we've got wonderful news and this is the first time this is the lowest road toll we've ever had ever ever how long have we been recording the road toll 
seventies. Uh, okay. Wow. Like officially, like with some decent decent stats, even maybe a little bit before the seventies. Um, we've always kept road toll stats. I think it's more about how detailed they are about you know uh, you know exactly where and how and what and because we're on the road to zero, aren't we? We That's are the on the plan. road to zero, and in fact, we don't call it road toll anymore. We call it lives lost. Right. Yeah. So that we sort of personalise it a little bit more and take that sort of. You know that just generic term out of it. So, okay. 214 fatalities on our roads last year. So, I mean, that's still an astronomically la- large amount of people. But it was nearly 18% down on the year before, which is just ridiculous. Like that is such a significant drop. So, how have we managed to make that happen? I think it's just through lo- loads of ways. The Glow Show. The Glow Show. With Highway Patrol. Well, I can only hope so. We can take like responsibility take for that. Credit. Yeah, credit. A little bit. Out of that 20%, I would like to take a small, you know. We'll take 5%. I'll take, well, I'm just going to 16%. Oh, yep. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> so there's one thing. That's, Influential. One thing that's brilliant you also need to remember, although we've had an extremely low, mm. the amount of road users has also increased. Mm. So True. if you want to talk about on a, a just a raw number, it's great, but oh. on a ratio, it's even better. Oh, it's astounding. So how many cars are on the road in the 1970s oh, compared yeah. to what it is in yeah, 2019? Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about, you know, yeah, per per capita type situation, yeah. then yeah, we we are romping it in. We're doing really well, um, and I don't think we give it enough press how well we're doing at the end of each year. Um, we sort of touch on it a little bit, and then we go back to the you know the negative stuff you know about. Mm. So I just want to you know tell everyone that they're doing a great job, and we are getting there. We can't get to zero overnight, but that's. We're getting better. That's that's where we're heading, and yeah. so and, and that drop is just it's ridiculous. So everybody, thumbs up from me. Good job. Except if you're driving like an idiot. Yeah, if you're one of the people that's driving like an idiot, well, I'll see you soon. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so out of those people, 155 out of that 214 were men. Mm-hmm. So two thirds were men, which is. Kind of to be expected. Well, is it? Why? Well, I think of when I when I was back in the day when I would pull people over for, for doing silly things. Uh-huh. It would tend to be men that were taking more risks okay. and being a bit more careless on the road. Okay. So, and that was a long time ago, might yeah. I add. So is there any reason why two-thirds of men? Is there any, any we can, breakdown? We can speculate. We, we, we know that men have a, um, a higher aversion to taking risks. Yeah. So um, that there is a, a larger percentage of men driving hours on the road. Um, but irrelevant of that, that, that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that way. No. It's, it's a significantly high proportion. So out of those people altogether the 214 people, the highest age bracket. Well, what do you reckon the highest age bracket is of those those people? If I was thinking about it, I would say there'd be quite a disparity between mm. there'd be a high percentage in the young group and a high percentage, not maybe not as high in the senior group. As, okay. That's um, where I was going to go too. Yeah, so so, the, but I could be wrong. No, no, no. You're, you're not far off. The, yep. num- the number one, so out of 214, 43 of those, so the highest mm-hmm. percentage there, were 70 and over. Oh. So we need to really look at that. Um, obviously, police uh, can be a little bit reactive when it comes to 
uh, license reviews and, and such. So, you know, we're, we're more likely to attend a collision and then have to have a, have a look at why that occurred and, and whether that, that person um, may need a license review. But it's also really up to the community, you mm. know, with the, our older drivers, um, family members and such, is really keeping an eye on what their, their reflexes are like and, and whether they, sh- they should still be on the road and have that conversation. Have that conversation with your parents or your grandparents about, you know, when is it going to be time to maybe look at, reducing the amount of hours on the road or reduce reducing driving altogether. So how would, if, you, if you're looking at uh, a parent or a relative and you think, oh, maybe it is time for you to consider not driving anymore, mm. what can you as a sibling or a son or daughter mm. do? Who do you speak to? Oh, it is such a tough topic. And I've had this conversation with a lot of people in, um, you know, the the older age groups about how, how would you like me to broach that mm. subject with you if I was your family member? And it's really hard because you're taking their freedom away from them. And, and it really is a transition into the last phase of their life. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult. It's really difficult. But if you're really concerned, um, you can certainly contact your local police and have a chat to them about it um, or to have a chat to their doctor even mm. send their doctor a letter saying we're a bit concerned about this and, ha- and the doctor can instigate that process as okay, well that's good to know um, but I think just remember that driving is like a sport you know you have to have you have to be coordinated you have to be switched on paying attention and we all know that we don't play cricket as well when we're <laughs> 70 as we did when we were 15 or we don't you know um, play all these other sports as well we can't run as fast we can't you know mm. when our reflexes aren't as good so don't you can't assume that driving is exempt from from that deterioration yeah. so it, it's up to the community because I, I know when I get older I'm going to be stubborn as hell I'm going to take my license off me mm. it's a real dynamite issue and, I, and I've given it a little bit of thought over the years and I think it's time for the community to really talk about mm. this yeah more so to prepare the the older people for the inevitable. Yeah, um, I, I know some senior people that really, really shouldn't be on the road. But yeah, you take their driver's license away from them, you take a whole uh, aspect of independence away from them. Yeah. that can be a really deteriorating thing. For so them. you have to think. Yeah, you have to think further down the track. You don't just think about taking their license off them. You need to come up with some solutions about mm. how you're going to deal with that. And that as a family, that's going to be you have to go pick up grandma now, and you have to take her to the shops and you have to organize even organize you know uber vouchers or or whatever make sure that she has that or he or whoever it might be Mm. has that access to being able to um to still have their independence um so don't just think about the short term think about the long term because nobody wants to be housebound and relying on other people so make sure you've got a system in place that's going to support them once their license is gone don't you know don't get stuck you have to come up with a family plan and this is where you know family and community is really important because we need to support our um, older people mm-hmm. um, and this is this is a real defining moment and and they're going to need some support because you know like I said you take a license off someone you're taking their their mm-hmm. freedom away and you're forcing them to transition into the you know the final phase well when you get your license it's such a statement to yourself that you're of growing course. up and you're moving on to Definitely. have it uh, to have it removed because yeah, you're right. elderly yeah. would also be yeah, look, it's it's something I think there's a community and on all levels need to Definitely. really start addressing, really start talking about, and people need to start thinking about. Well, I am getting older. Yeah, what do I have to do? 
you know, I'm going to be preparing for this. This is inevitable. And yeah. yeah and we want to, we start that process, you know, proactively, not mm. react. Don't wait till they have a crash or don't wait until you see, um, you know, till it's too late. How, how, go have a look at their car. Have they got lots of scratches and dings around the corners of their car? Are there, the, you know, the rims of their wheels all scratched up? You know, just have a quick look. And yeah. if there's signs there that they're, you know, doing little bumps into things, then it might be start time to start the process. And, you know, it's not a ripping off the Band-Aid scenario. It's a, you know, this is a slow and steady thing. And we're trying to reduce the hours to begin with. Because it would seem like it's 99 times out of 100 uh, someone elderly will hand or have their license removed because of an accident. Well, that's exactly right. And yeah. that's uh, yeah. not a very positive thing. You don't want to wait to until it's too late. No, no, no. Like we really need to be proactive about it and work as a, work as a village. <laughs> Interesting, fascinating stuff. You're listening to The Glow Show. Stay tuned for some more of Highway Patrol with Beck and Gabby on Joy 94.9. You're listening to The Glow Show on Joy. Back soon. Listen to us right around the nation. Joy 94.9. Welcome back. This is The Glow Show on Joy. And you're back with The Glow Show. Will and Gabby on Joy 94.9. We're talking to the wonderful Highway Patrol Officer, Beck Lawther. I am wonderful. I know. And the last segment we were talking about... um, well, we don't want to say the road toll anymore. Mm-hmm. Reducing the road toll. What, what's the lives ter- lost? Lives lost. Yeah, we lives had lost. The, the least amount of lives lost in 2018 on the mm-hmm. road since we started recording mm-hmm. that. And we were talking about some uh, the largest represented group in that um, those stats mm. were senior people. Yeah, 70 and over. Yeah, so 70 and over. You know, that's that's, that's elderly. Well, 70s the new 60. But when it comes to the, a category such as that, mm. and if you think about how many people are um, still driving 70 and over for them to have the highest representation of lives lost on the road. It's not good. And it's going to become a bigger problem too because medicine is getting better. Mm. We are living longer. Mm. Uh, Odds on we're all going to touch 90 uh, if we keep ourselves nice and healthy. Yeah. Uh, very real problem, and I think it needs, needs to be talked about and addressed. Now, you also mentioned, too, that there's a large group in that lives lost toll in mm. the younger category. Is there any So reason? the next one down is 30 to 39. Mm-hmm. Oh. So We're safe. I'm surprised. That's, uh, that's me. <laughs> uh, it is me. I'm at 20 to 21. No, I'm not. I'm... 37. Uh, so, in, surprisingly, our, our younger people who we would think yeah. would be overrepresented, so say um, for the category, say 18 to 20 or 20 to 25, mm. is not as high as it has been in previous years. So, this is good. This We brought in the probationary driver graduated system um, like quite quite a few years ago, back in around 2010, 2011. We um, slowly added some, some new laws and new rules in for probationary drivers. And I think we're now seeing the result of that um, with peer passenger restriction, an increase in having to be on your P's for an extra year now. Um, you know, and other rules that affect um, pea platers. I think we're starting to see that um, that payoff, which is which is really good. Um, something that I found really interesting was the time of the day that these okay. the, the the highest represented time of the day that these collisions would occur. And um, I tested myself on these before I printed them off, and I thought, <laughs> oh, you, you know, it's got to be 
it's got to be, you know, one o'clock in the morning or, mm. you know, midnight because that's substantially when a lot of drink drivers or drug drivers mm. would be heading home. Um, but it's between two and four in the afternoon. I don't understand these yeah. stats. Isn't it How amazing? do we explain that the category of age is in the sort of mid-30s yeah. and that time of day. I don't I don't get it. So we've spoken about fatigue quite a lot. All right. Yeah. So between two and four um, for most people who work, you know, a normal nine to five job mm. or they're going to go pick the kids up from school, um, that's a bit of a lull in the in the day where we have sort of a, a, a lack of energy. So it could be, and I'm only, you know, guessing here I haven't looked deep into each you know mm. uh, result of each collision but that could be a reason um, so that was very interesting yeah between two and four in the afternoon and the most common day of the week for these to happen is a Saturday wow okay Saturday makes a bit more sense to Saturday me. Yeah. yeah so people are probably not they've might might be a little relaxed after working during the week or there might be a you know they're out for the weekend. Out for the weekend or, you know, the Friday night, a bit tired after Friday night. Um, so that was interesting. And the number one cause of collisions, what do you think that would have been? Distraction? Phone. Okay. So when I talk about cause, I want to talk about the mechanism of the collision. So yeah, how did so the collision occur? Not so much the cause of the collision, but what was the vehicle doing at the time? And so we've got things to choose like uh, opposing directions, um, off on a bend or... Uh, I would say in a straight run mm-hmm. and their their telephone or, or, or smartphone was uh, distracting them. So Yeah, you're spot on. Yep. Straight line off off the road on a straight road because uh, people more likely to check their social media during a straight than where they the don't Asian have to yeah perhaps maneuver yeah. around. So, I mean, if you look at these stats, over seventy between two and four in the afternoon on a Saturday on a straight road. Are you kidding? Like, is that are you serious? That's the number one cause. So I think. Um, I mean, it's, I think it's yeah. mi- it's mind-boggling. It really is. All of these things we can we can, you know, do do some work to to try and reduce it. But then none none of them you would ever pick as that you know no. that being the 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 big main um, contributing. Che- checking factor, your, I mean, checking your messages, checking your likes, checking your smartphone whilst you're driving to me is totally insane. Yeah, yeah, and we've spoken about it we've a had trillion dis- eleven yeah. times. And uh, almost every time we have you on, yeah, and even much, when you're yeah. not on, we talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's still a very really interesting real, real issue that has to be dealt with. Yeah. So clearly, even if you're on a straight road and you can see, a, you know, four kilometres ahead or whatever, um, it it's the risk is still there, and it's it only takes there. a couple of seconds of dis- distraction to come out of your lane. Yeah. And find that. Well, let's talk about that, for example. Okay. It takes a, just under 0.3 of a second to react. Like, that's just a normal, uh, not fatigue related, not alcohol related, normal person's reaction time. So, if you're talking about two seconds with your eyes off the road, how many times have you had to react to something? That's, mm. that's oh, a lot. You've mm, had, yeah. you know, you've had 10, 10 opportunities to react to whatever that is. So, that's 10 opportunities you've missed. And how you know, depending on the speed that you're traveling, how many meters per second you're covering yeah. at that that time? Like we don't we don't have time. I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got time. Nope. The the distraction issue uh, I, I bring up 
all the time with mm-hmm. people and it was the Glow Show and it was I think one of our first recordings I got some of my biggest value out of doing the Glow Show and it was on this very topic and I actually raised the point with you that I can understand you know, using your smartphone whilst you're driving is completely stupid mm. but I honestly at the time I couldn't understand why you know what's the fuss if you're at a traffic light I'm running late can I pick my phone up and send somebody I'm, I'm just running late what's mm. the issue in that and you came out with a beautiful story which highlighted the issue of distraction was when the person was doing this once was messaging at a traffic light mm. and an elderly gentleman collapsed in front of the car mm. the car behind this person beeped the horn to get his attention he thought it was a signal to go yeah. went forward ran over the individual because he didn't see it because he was distracted yeah. in that very what we were I considered at the time very innocent scenario yeah mm. ever since then my phone I've shown Gabby phone car seatbelt in the in the console yeah. lid shut yeah end of story yeah and it doesn't come out until the engine is off. Yeah, I, I think people don't appreciate uh, peripheral vision on yeah. that um, plane. So, and by that I mean the up and down plane. So, if you're if you're looking straight ahead, you can see out to the side and you know a little bit behind you. If you're looking down, do the test and see when you can <laughs> see your hand come over your head. It's pretty much got to be right in front of your face. Yeah. So, if you're looking down in the car, you you will you will not see peripherally anything in front of you. You won't. You may as well close your eyes. Mm. So, and, and I, we harp on about it all the time. And, and well, no, the problem's still there, and we need and it's to clearly still there. And we need to harp on it. Yep. And we and we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it among our friends. Uh, we need to look after each other. Yeah. And if you have any of your friends out there who is prone to using their phone, regardless, we want the whole mobile phone distraction thing to be like the drink driving thing. Mm-hmm. It is it's the not new cool. drink driving, isn't it? It's not cool. Well, everyone who's listening to this. Ha- Next time you're in a car, whether you're a passenger or driving that car, mm. just pay attention to the cars around you. Look at the drivers. Mm. And how many times are you going to see someone with their head down and not oh. paying attention to the road? Yep. Just one trip, count how many times you see that. And that's or how prolific for it is. Funsies, all right. <laughs> for funsies, if you're in the car with, if you're the passenger in a car, there's four demerit points, okay, if you're caught using your phone while you're driving. Count how many times that person does that while they're driving. Don't say anything. Hmm. Just count. And then let and them know. And if you know. manage to get, it home, get home without having a collision, let them know how many demerit points they've lost. And if they still have a license. And if you don't want to play that game, call them out on it straight away. Yeah. And Or make a little game in the car once you get in the car. If you touch your phone, you've got to give me five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's make it. Call them out. Make them accountable. You're the one in the car as well. It's like you may as well just drive along with no seatbelt on. It's just as dangerous. And it's, it's sheer luck that you haven't been involved in a collision. It is sheer luck that you're not involved in a collision. Every time you And do I can it. tell you this much. If you're involved in a collision that results in somebody's death and you go to jail for touching your phone, like that... That's what we're. That's what we're. Tink- mm. Nobody's saying, you know. We're not talking. There's no difference between that and an, and no some malicious criminal act. It's there's the no same thing. There's no two hundred dollar fine and a no, point. Straight, you kill somebody, you're going to jail, and it could be around five years. You're going to jail. Yeah. .com.au forward slash highwebshop. And someone will say, "What did you do?" That is not uh, a real website. <laughs> I checked my phone. Yeah. And we know that you've checked your phone. We, if you, you can deny it all you like and delete it all you like, but there is metadata technology that we use that will tell us exactly what part of the phone you touched and what you're accessing. So it's not just about 
call logs and messages and all mm. that sort of stuff. We I've dealt with a, um, a fatal collision where the guy was placing a bet online on a <gasps> on a betting app. And this this um, privilege will be exercised if you are being charged with absolutely culpable driving, absolutely or dangerous driving. Dangerous driving yeah. We will investigate every avenue that we have to. So that means I'm taking your phone and and we're downloading the metadata from it. So. There's no, there's no way of getting around it. If you've pressed that screen, we'll know about it. Okay, so if the Glow Show is responsible for reducing the deaths on our roads in 2018, mm. let's hope this this episode assists in even decreasing that um, toll and number mm. for 2019. Yeah, that'd be great. And even if you're not listening to us now, uh, I trust that the police is currently having or has will continue to have... Uh, direct campaign in uh, mm-hmm. watching for this and having spot patrols and oh, yeah. more effort is being made every to day. police this every, every day. day. It we're is getting on foot, it is increasing. on bikes, on motorbikes, we're, in cars. We're even making our cars higher, <laughs> so, like, so we can make like it the easier. seats higher. Yeah, yeah, so we can see into cars and see that people are hiding them on their more knees. bicycle patrols. So we'd cameras right straight up to you, um, straight up to you window. Don't do it. No. Simple as not that. worth it. It's just not worth it. It is not worth it. Once again, uh, look, something you really need to get together with all your family and friends. I think we all need to talk about it. It is new technology that is thrust on us, and yeah, it does take a while to settle in and get used to. And yeah, the statistics are proving that that it is an issue. So yeah, very much talk about it. If you don't care about your own life, think about the other lives that could be lost. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for the. That evening. was a grumpy downer kind oh, of. Oh, it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be a hurrah. We've got to get you back. The lives lost. The lives lost is down, which hurrah. is really good. But no, two, 214 lives mm. lost. Still 214 too many. Too many. That's 214 families. We are getting there. Yeah. We are getting Slowly there. Slowly chipping away. That's it for the Glow Show. Thanks, Thank you, Beck. Thank you, Gabby. See we you shall next week, see Will. you next week on Joy 94.9. That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tyak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.